Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my latest podcast episode, I run down a possible mega merger in the energy drinks market that would completely blow your mind if it comes true. But before we get started, I would love if you took 52 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. We all know that the energy drinks market has been crazy these last few years, but what if I told you that I've got some mega merger speculation that if it comes true, would take things up a million notches really on the craziness scale. So what's this market consolidation craziness that I'm speaking about? Well, I'm going to have you wait a little bit, so be patient, but I promise I won't make you wait until the end of the content to hear about it. First, I kind of need to set the craziness foundation by giving you a rundown of the highlights from the energy drink market that has happened over the last three to four years. It all kind of started in 2018, and this is when it became very apparent that Bang Energy would pass Rockstar Energy to become the third largest selling energy drink brand in the U.S. market. At the time, Bang Energy was really an absolute revenue-creating rocket ship and blazing the trail for a new subcategory called performance energy drinks. The Bang Energy effect was so strong that it forced existing energy drink names to launch Me Too defensive products, caused the Coca-Cola company to fight Monster Energy in arbitration to launch Coke Energy, and it really sparked a beverage entrepreneurial spirit like it has really never have been seen in the sports and active nutrition industry, which just so happened to be where the Bang Energy CEO, Jack Oax, started his journey with the parent company, VPX Sports. What was evident in 2018 ended up becoming a reality in 2019, and for the first time since, I believe, 2007, the energy drinks market had a shakeup in the top three. That caused a collection of early to mid-2020 market deals from PepsiCo, which began by acquiring Rockstar Energy for optionality reasons and ended with them locking up Bang Energy in a non-equity exclusive distribution contract. As 2020 shifted into 2021, the energy drinks market overall continued to be extremely strong, shaking off really any concerns that lower consumer mobility would hurt the beverage category that's so dependent on convenience stores. This was also really a tipping point that saw a collection of brands emerge out of the shadows created by Bang Energy. Celsius Energy Drinks or Celsius Holdings really became the most formidable challenger, but you also saw Alani New, their energy drinks leave the GNC exclusive model successfully, and C4 Energy builds strong momentum in the market. 
Additionally, you had Big Beard jump into the mix with deals that paired Ghost Energy with Anheuser-Busch and Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Zoa Energy with Molson Coors. As the PepsiCo and Bang Energy deal continued to unravel through 2021 and early 2022, it left tons of opportunity for Celsius, Alani New, C4 Energy, Ghost, and Zoa Energy to post sales revenue numbers and growth rates that hadn't been seen since Bang Energy a few years earlier. Finally, in June 2020, we saw the ugly breakup between PepsiCo and Bang Energy happen. This led to a game of kind of a musical chairs that saw PepsiCo quickly enter into an exclusive distribution contract, but this time it did include equity consideration with a new partner, Celsius Holdings. With PepsiCo killing all of Bang Energy's momentum and Monster Energy attacking them on several legal fronts. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The third largest energy drink brand in the U.S. market was forced to voluntarily file Chapter 11 bankruptcy. While that business decision likely won't lead to the death of Bang Energy, at least in the near term, it does severely handcuff growth and I predict will speed up the changing of the guard that's happening within the energy drinks market right now. Within all of those highlights, did you notice that there were two beverage giants that I didn't mention at all? Well, let's kind of change that. So last week, a piece of international energy drinks news popped up that kind of arguably flew under the radar. Keurig Dr. Pepper announced that it had entered into a strategic partnership with Red Bull to distribute the energy drink in the Mexican market. KDP will have the exclusive rights to distribute Red Bull products to retailers, grocery stores, pharmacies, and on-premise channels across Mexico. So pretty much all off and on-premise. The partnership also leaves like this scope for distribution of future ready-to-drink beverages that Red Bull may develop or launch in the country. Red Bull is still the global leader in energy drinks, holding 24% of the market share, but Monster Energy has been closing that gap with 20% of the global market share now. While the Mexican energy drinks market is less than 10% of the U.S. categorical market volume, I think it's actually maybe 8 or 7%, it's growing quickly, and Red Bull is losing market share in the country, and this deal really with KDP signals that they aren't willing to kind of sit on their hands and kind of hope that things are going to get better on their own. On the other side, this deal signals what I've said the last few years about KDP. The beverage portfolio is lacking a true impactful presence in the energy drinks market and is highly motivated to change that. And it was something the new KDP CEO said in the press release that had me thinking. The agreement demonstrates the strategic importance of the energy drinks category to us and provides us the opportunity to partner with the number one brand in the world. We look forward to working with Red Bull and believe this new partnership has the potential to expand over time. So it's really that latter part of the comment from the new KDP CEO. So while this KDP and Red Bull deal was arguably big news by itself, it raised speculation, at least in my eyes, of a possible bigger transaction in the future. And by bigger transaction, I really mean a mega merger between the two companies. KDP was just linked 
to it potentially buying Bang Energy, that kind of deal would have been really chump change uh, to what is actually needed to merge with Red Bull. But if you remember from some of my previous content about KDP, they have amassed a $20 billion kind of war chest in mergers and acquisitions capacity through some like financial engineering of free cash flow. And while that's not nearly enough to merge with Red Bull, it's something else I talked about in that original KDP content that would be helpful. The investment holding company that was responsible for putting Keurig, Green Mountain, and Dr. Pepper Snapple Group together in January of 2018 to create Keurig Dr. Pepper, aka KDP, kind of what I keep mentioning, was JAB Holding Company. Now, I won't go through, again, like everything about the JAB Holding Company. I mean, they're extremely interesting. If you do have the time to kind of check into them and kind of research them, they were started, I think, close uh, 200 years ago. And right now, JAB Holding Company has a controlling or an anchor shareholder interest in, I believe, 10 major billion-dollar corporations, including KDP. Needless to say, JAB Holding Company is very good at putting together complex mergers and acquisitions transactions. So as wild as the KDP and Red Bull merger would be, they would arguably be the most ideal people to make it happen. For kind of my final thoughts, I do want to go a few steps further and assume the KDP and Red Bull merger does indeed happen and explain kind of the power that this combined company would have. First things first, this new combined company would basically own two-thirds of the packaged aspect of the energy everything category. Now, I've mentioned this concept of energy everything a few times before, but just to kind of give you a recap, it's basically the simplification of the consumer interest in caffeine. That can come in the form of coffee at home, coffee away from home, like a Starbucks or a Dunkin', RTD coffee, and energy drinks. These all kind of compete at the end of the day with the consumer's interest for consuming caffeine to get a boost of energy throughout their day. Keurig machines and pods really own the at-home coffee category now. Red Bull owns the energy drinks market. Now, KDP really just needs to either go deeper on the RTD coffee side with some of their existing brands that they own or some of the licenses that they own, or they need to get acquisition happy and buy super coffee. The addition of Red Bull would bolster KDP's international expansion. And then finally, the massively powerful Red Bull distribution company would be a major asset to KDP in the United States, since they actually lean on a lot of the other beverage giants for DSD help. All in all, while the KDP and Red Bull mega merger would be assigned a low probability of happening at this point, you really can never fully predict the craziness that is the energy drinks market. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 